0: Welcome back, everyone, to the Bear Blitz podcast. We're about to kick it off for week three. It's going to be the Noble Bears against the Piedmont Wildcats. Um, first off, I want to say thank you to uh, the few new podcast supporters. I've mailed you a Bear Blitz mask and also a vinyl decal that you can use on your car or on your Yeti or on your toolbox or man cave fridge or whatever you desire. So... Um, yeah, if you uh, you know want to support, we'll get you some of those. Um, you know, if you want a mask, you want a decal, just go to anchor.fm slash Bear Blitz and click support. And you can donate as little as a dollar a month or as much as ten dollars a month. And we appreciate uh, all the support. Um, so just looking at this week, um, it's Noble versus Piedmont week three. It'll be the final non-district game. So it's the final dress rehearsal for the Bears. Um, it's going to be another tough game. The kickoff is slated for 7 p.m. at f Bank Stadium on Stoutfield. That's at 917 Piedmont Road North in Piedmont. Um, so it's going to be senior night for them, and they'll kick off their senior night stuff at 625 p.m. Um, The gates will open at 6 p.m. to get into Piedmont Stadium. And they are asking that you wear a mask like the entire time. It looks like they're going to be pretty picky with the mask thing. And after the game, everyone must leave and no congregating in the parking lots and stuff like that. So they're taking the COVID stuff really serious, uh, which they should because they've had a lot of uh, canceled games this week. And we'll talk more about that later. But uh, the weather's looking good. It's going to be light winds, high of 80 degrees, 0% chance of rain. It's going to be beautiful. So get your tickets and meet us out there. I've shared the link on Facebook and Twitter uh, several times to buy the tickets. They're $5 each with like a $1.25 processing fee. So still cheaper than Noble to get into the games. I don't know why uh, Noble charges $7 to get into the games, and a lot of these other schools charge $5. So come out to the game um speaking of tickets um uh, there's going to be no tickets sold at the game so if you want to go you in fact have to buy them uh you know before the game starts i think you if you want to you can buy them you know on your phone there in the parking lot when you get there they're still for sale as of tonight they still have some for sale but i know they're selling tickets because they're not they're only selling a certain number of tickets. I don't know exactly what that number is. I thought I saw something about 400. I don't know if that was just for the visitor side or if that was for everyone or what. But buy your tickets if you haven't just as soon as you can so you are for sure to uh, get a seat. Um And visitors enter on the southeast corner of the field, and we've been there a lot, so um, they usually have plenty of parking right outside the field by that entrance. And if you're handicapped, parking is at the northeast gate there at F&M Bank Stadium in Piedmont. Um, And some news I saw as of about 5 p.m. tonight. um, Some football players for Piedmont that are freshmen Um, tweeted out that they are in quarantine for the next 14 days due to the virus. So that'll be something to watch. Uh, I almost wish this wasn't the team we were playing this week because you got to think some of them varsity players have been around the freshman players and have that virus. But hopefully, um, you know, all will be well. We'll get the game off and won't have any repercussions from it. Uh, I know that they're taking it pretty serious and for, for good reason. So hopefully we can get in there and get the win and get out of there and come out injury and COVID-free. Um, that's what we'll all hope for. But I did not like to see that news today about the freshmen having to uh, quarantine for 14 days. But um, looking at this matchup, the head coaches, um, Jeff Hall, he's the head coach for Piedmont. He's in his second year as head coach, and he is 1-0 and against Noble. Um, last year, they beat Noble 28-7, to and it was there at in Piedmont. And kind of stinks. Noble has to go back up to Piedmont this year for the second year in a row. Um, Noble has won five of the last six against Piedmont. Um, and two teams have met in week three of every year for the past six straight. So uh, these two teams are very familiar with each other. Um, Piedmont's changed their style within the last couple of years to that flex bone. But I think Noble's going to be ready for it. Um, hopefully, we can bounce back like we did in 2018 after that loss to Ada at home and that rainy, weird game. We went up to um, or, uh, we went up to Piedmont and got the win um, that year. So, Or I think it was at home. We ended up beating them like 47-14, something like that. But we got a big win the next week and bounced back. And that's what we're going to have to do this week. But... Um, Players to watch for Piedmont, uh, they have uh, number 13, Bo Phelps. He's a a good athlete. Um, He's listed as a quarterback, which I think they'll use multiple quarterbacks, and he's a punter. Um, Looking at his punts, last week he averaged 43 yards a punt, um, and that could be huge in this game. I expect a defensive game, which could help mightily to have a good kicking game uh, to kind of play that field position. It was one area that hurt us uh, this past week versus Midwest City. Uh, we averaged just a, over 11 yards a punt, and you know, having that one bobbled, you know, cost us that touchdown. But I'm sure it's something that they've worked on and practiced this week. You know, as a few other things, but um, just knowing that um, you know, Chili's punting was missed. He did a pretty good job that in that first week, but hopefully, we can get some of that um straightened out and you know get some better punts off but because in the few past years we've had a lot of good punts i mean i can remember lots of punts in the highlight videos especially them rolling all you know all the way down inside the five yard line so many times And the last couple years we've had those so hopefully we can get back to that and it won't be something that we'll be we'll be uh dealing with all year um Another player, a uh, second player to watch is Caden Hendron. He's a senior for Piedmont, 6'2", 195 pounds. Uh, he's a wide receiver, which what they don't use often, but um, he's a dirty, mean, outside linebacker. He was flagged last week for slamming a kid to the turf in the PC North game, but um, he's a really good player. Uh, he has one Division I offer from Eastern Michigan, and he's also a uh, Vipe Top 100 kid. Um, Josh McQuistion from SoonerScoop.com said he's very well put together and has the frame to play linebacker, if that's where he's best suited for a defense. He's got some versatility. Um, and if you don't know Josh McQuistion, he is basically like a high school uh, recruiter for OU. He works for Rivals.com and he rates kids, you know, all over the area, Texas, Oklahoma. He actually lives down in Houston and travels all all over evaluating. Uh, high school talent, and he kind of um, helps place the star value on them for the recruits for Rivals.com. Um, but um, Piedmont that flex bone, they only c- completed two passes in week one versus El Reno, and both of them went to this senior, Caden Hendren. Um, two passes, both went for touchdowns. So he had they had two passes, two touchdowns, 12 points, and, um, and also to note in that first first week, uh, Dorian Plumley was out in the game versus El Reno, and Piedmont beat El Reno 31-7. And um, last week they lost to 6A2s Putnam City North 39-3. So they're one and one, just like Noble coming into the game. Uh, both these teams lost to a 6A2 6A2 school last year's with pretty similar scores. Uh, they were 39-3. We were 40-7. I think Midwest City might be the little bit better team. Uh, PC North hasn't been uh, a team that's been real great, but I think they're up and coming as they showed last week against a pretty good Piedmont squad. But um, Piedmont just—we don't really know. It's still early in the season, so it's hard to gauge. You know how good these teams are, especially when they're playing. Uh, you know a lot of down to 4A schools and up to 6A. So it's kind of it's kind of strange, but. Um, anyways uh some keys to the game um, win the turnover battle that's something we didn't do against midwest city um, and Piedmont has been prone to fumbling the ball in the first couple games they had two fumbles in the first half last week um, you know they run that flex bone run style offense and that ball is is always moving behind the line of scrimmage you know from guy from guy to guy there's lots of handoff you know lots of Lots of uh, misdirection stuff back there, but so which means a lots of chances for that ball to hit the turf. Man, I know every time we uh, we play a team like this, it's hard following that ball with the camera. I'm like, man, where'd the ball go? But um, we'll be ready for it tomorrow, just like this team. This defense got to be ready because they kind of you know shell shocked us last year and put two quick scores up on the board. You know they they were just quick and it's like wow and you know before we had things settled down it was 14 nothing real quick and i hope you know i don't expect expect that to happen tomorrow uh, i know noble's been wanting to get back to this game get some revenge you know seeing it was their only loss last year so if you know all the teams you'd want to beat this year i know the noble would like to put a uh beating to piedmont for sure but um some quick notes from the Piedmont PC North game uh, Piedmont coaches replace starting quarterback Joey Mars with about six minutes left in the half with Levi Davis uh, Piedmont uses a lot of guys in the running game and the quarterback game and their quarterbacks just you know basically another running back in the game for them at QB so um, expect tons of run uh, it's probably be a pretty quick game because um, you know Noble is not putting the ball up in the air quite as much as they did in the past and you know we have a a better defense, and um, so it's it's going to be a fun, it's going to be a grinder tomorrow. I don't I don't expect to be real high scoring, but we shall see. Um, we're going to get to a really quick break here, and I'm sorry my wife wasn't here to join me tonight. Um, I actually had another someone that was supposed to be on, and he kind of dwindled out on me, uh, Sean Keith, But and then uh, Cruz, so this is getting out late because my son Cruz would not stop tonight. I think he finally went to sleep. That's why I came in here to record, but Jessica has been dealing with him. So uh, we will get to a quick break and we'll be back to talk some of the other games around at 5A this this week and some of the games that are canceled. Welcome back, guys, to the uh, pregame podcast. Week three, Noble facing the Piedmont Wildcats. Tomorrow night, 7 p.m., September 18th, F&M Bank Stadium. And I have a surprise for you guys. I'm here. Jessica made it in. So, good to have her with me. And it's always easier to have a partner, you know, on the podcast with you. Um, Cruz
1: was trying to make an appearance on the podcast, too.
0: Yeah, he finally went to bed. He
1: was boycotting bed.
0: Any final thoughts on last week?
1: Um,
0: over, it, done, gone, throw it away? Yeah. I, f- I feel like most people think that. Moved on. Because uh, the highlight video, it had about 200 views. I'm like, really? And uh, i like, wow, man, that took a lot of work. But the scrimmage the scrimmage tapes have about fourteen or 1,500 views. And it had over 1,000 <laughs> like the second or third night. And that video, you know, have a crew of three or four cameras, you know.
1: Much better video. Yeah.
0: But we lost. So, Bear Blitz business is good if uh, the team's winning. If the team's not winning, it's not good. Remember those DVD sales we did in 2018? We sold like eight or nine. So, last year, I only, you know, I got like, ordered like 20. We had to get like, I think I sold, we had to get a whole second order. But, Last year, yeah, we did. Yeah, so you guys got to win some games because it, you know, it keeps us going.
1: <laughs> you talk way too much about this. But okay. And what do we got next? What is that, what's up this week? Because Lord knows I haven't looked. We have
0: Friday, uh, Thursday night game, which is going on right now. Lawton Mac just scored. It's now 21-7. Lot and Mac is beating a 6A1 school, but it is the Enid Plainsman. They haven't won a game in a couple years. Uh, they're 0-2, or no, just kidding, what am I thinking? They haven't beaten a 6A team in a couple of years, but they beat Medill last week, which is like a 3A school, mm-hmm. and they beat, uh, now I can't remember who they beat uh, in week one. Oh, Ponca City, so they beat a 6A2 school, and I believe they're 6A2, in uh, week one, but yeah, Enid, coached by Rashawn Woods, has having a rough go, but... They uh you know first been looking better this year, but next week they start the real teams against six a one so, lot max looking to get that win, and tomorrow night just some games to note. There's a lot of games canceled. It's uh Weatherford at Woodward. I expect Weatherford to get that win. They've been rolling. Capitol Hill at Star Spencer. Are Cast- these
1: games that are going or games that are canceled?
0: Uh, these games that are going. Okay. I'll I'll read down. I, there might there might be some of them that have changed. Uh, well, I'll, I'll read through this. Okay. Capitol Hill at Star Spencer. That game is still on that I know of. Um, so Capitol Hill's last chance to get a win before they hit district play probably, and Southeast at U.S. Grant. Um, so Southeast going up against the powerhouse of U.S. Grant in 6A. <laughs> No, Southeast might could get a 6A win. You never know. But uh, they're kind of old rivals there. I think they, they play on the same field, I believe, uh, okay. during the year. So, And McAllister at Tahlequah. That's yeah. one that was rescheduled because it was supposed to be Salisaw playing at Tahlequah, but Salisaw had uh, COVID issues. So McAllister at Tahlequah. And I believe that will be a pretty good game, but I think McAllister will get the win. And it's the Bixby Junior Varsity at Blanchard. Um, so that'll be interesting. Maybe Blanchard can knock off the Bixby JV. And Noble can say they beat the team that knocked off half of the best team in the state. Yeah. That'd be cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, canceled 5A games. There's So far there's been 18 games that have been canceled this week. Um, that ties the total number of canceled games in week one. Last week it was down a few games. But... I think there's about six 5A schools that have been canceled. Um, Noble is lucky it has not been impacted by this. Um, I expect it to maybe not our schools cancel, may maybe a game in the future could be canceled. Um Ardmore's only played one game so far, and they're slated to not play this week either. So they're going to hit district play with only uh, one game under their belts. So tough for Ardmore starting the year. Uh, Carl Albert at Shawne'es canceled Dell City at McGinnis is canceled Duncan at Tulsa Central's canceled uh, Ponca City at Ardmores canceled and Salisall at Tahlequah is canceled and we talked about that earlier and Tulsa Washington at Tulsa Edison is canceled so thats six games right there and of those six let's see there's one two um, I guess there's two games in our from our district that are canceled Altus, doesn't play this week and like Midwest City doesn't play this week and the main reason for that is because uh, those teams played in the zero week so they use this week as a bye to take off to get ready for district play but um, a couple other games of note that are canceled is Bixby at Stillwater and Hera at McLeod. Um, Hera has the COVID cases there because McLeod um, I believe rescheduled and Newcastle at Blanchard is cancelled. And of course that's why Blanchard's playing the Bixby J V. because Newcastle has I mean. contracted some viruses in their school. But <laughs> Jessica, which which uh, which one of these team which one of these games here that are on this week do you feel most confident in picking? If you had to pick one
1: Weatherford over Woodward.
0: Weatherford over Woodward. Ooh, the boomers. I think some boomers listen to this. Well, Ethan Downs going to roll.
1: Mm.
0: Yep. The OU commit. Oh. Yeah, uh, I don't know if Woodward is going to be quite as good as they've been the last few years. They meet, They might get knocked out of the playoffs there in 5A2 because Guthrie is up and rolling and Piedmont's rolling and Carl Albert is rolling, obviously, and Bishop McGinnis is the same they've always been. So... Um, I think that team that's going to get left out is probably Woodward. They're going to have to beat one of those four teams to get into the playoffs, and I don't know if it's going to happen. But So, um, you know, if Noble gets in the playoffs this year, which I predict them to probably in that three or four spot, um, they're, they're going to have to play one of those four teams. Again, you know, Piedmont, McGinnis, Carl Albert, or Guthrie. So if you win the district, you could likely maybe play uh, you don't want to be 4. Go or Piedmont, four. but if you're fourth, yeah, you're gonna play. you to play Carl Albert. So that's the part I miss about um, not playing in that 5A3 Tulsa district because a lot of those 5A4 schools were, you know, not as good as the 5A2 because um, McGinnis yeah. and Carl Albert's rough. Um, that's just a rough, rough few teams there. But um, uh, news okay. Cameron Jordan predicts every game that's played every week, and he has um, Noble picked to lose this game 28-21. So that's a little bit more points than I expect to even be scored in this game. I might go 14-7, and who knows? It's a toss-up. Who wins it? That's kind of my prediction. Uh, Whoever doesn't turn the ball over, whoever doesn't put the ball on the ground will probably win this game. But – Because Piedmont, I was pretty high on them. But uh, I don't know how good PC North is. And they only scored three points last week against PC North. And that's because PC North fumbled it uh, way down there near their end zone. And they were able to kick a field goal uh, to get those three points. But uh, just what's your prediction? How's this this game going to go this week?
1: Um, I'm going to go with the 28-21. Feel like our offense is gonna be a little better, not up against a six A offense, defense, yeah. and our defense is stout.
0: Yeah, we'll not worried s- about our defense. Yeah, I mean if it wasn't for those t- three crazy plays last week, we would have held Midwest City to you know a couple touchdowns, two or three. Maybe touchdowns.
1: I'll, do, I'll do. I'm gonna do twenty one fourteen.
0: 21-14, is that and so I, I just said? No, I said 14
1: You did 14-7. I'm going to do
0: 21-14. Mm-hmm. Who's going to win? Noble. Noble. 21-14, Noble. I should Noble.
1: pick some random score. Like <laughs> eight to.
0: Yeah. This game reminds me a lot in that 2017 game where Noble had those all our quarterbacks suspended, basically, and we went into Piedmont uh, in 17 with really depleted roster and beat them 12-3 um how
1: um, how that happened as to Pete cuz our our ball.
0: our offense was rolling in 2017 and we just um couldn't Happen. I mean we couldn't get the ball down there to Chance Feltzlin cuz we were I mean uh Dylan Davis came in and played quarterback and he's basically a run guy. I don't even know
1: how you remember these names. Yep. Okay.
0: Chance Feltzlin, you don't remember him? I don't even know if I pronounced that right, but No. He was uh he had the most yards as the receiver that year and probably in the last several years. Okay. Um, but, man, we need a receiver like that to step up. What do you think about um, – what's no, what, What's your keys to the game?
1: Don't turn the ball over. Yeah, said that. Pretty much a key to the game in every single game of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've got to find somebody that can run the ball. I mean – Sparky stepped up last week, and he was getting, what, a three yards per yeah. carry average.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if the team does, like, some more jet sweeps or something with LT or Brandon yeah. or get someone athletic in the backfield to try to pick up something on the ground. Got to get um, something
1: on the ground because Colin, it looked like, could throw the ball pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, thought, gotta... I saw some
0: good news about Colin. Uh, Colin Thomas, the original starting running back, that he was Doing some stuff this week and running and stuff, so I I assume he would probably be back in the next two or three weeks. Um, not for sure. That's just what I, I read somewhere, but and our receivers gotta not drop so many passes. I think yeah. Coach George said there was eight drop passes last week. Um, so that's tough. Tough on Colin Fisher's old numbers too.
1: Well, and was <laughs> getting it there. So, you're Just yeah. got to have some stick. Put some put some glue on your hands. Mm-hmm. Cool. I don't
0: I don't feel like there was a many um uh, quite a was there uh they didn't just go downfield a whole lot last week though i mean there's some overthrow. chile overthrew some guys deep in week one but there was just a lot of drops last week yeah but hopefully the offense third game they're getting some stuff ironed out figured out and we'll get it rolling but thanks for listening to the bear blitz um pre-game podcast it's week three and hopefully we just keep this season rolling um Thank you all for for listening, subscribing, sharing. Any final words, Jessica, before we get out of here?
1: Did you say, I don't know what you said at the beginning, but um, sponsor the podcast, and we just sent out gifts to the mm -hmm. people that sponsor us. Okay, never mind. He's already told you that.
0: Yep. Thanks. Yep. If you want a decal and a mask, then uh, you can um, just, it's not really a sponsor, just like a donation. Uh, individual donation by, by month on anchor.fm slash Bear Blitz and click support to support the podcast. But I think that's going to do it. Uh, thank you, Jessica, for getting back with us in the second half of the podcast. And we'll see you tomorrow night at FM Bank Stadium in Piedmont, Oklahoma. Be sure to buy your tickets. Um, gates open at 6, kickoff at 7. We will see you all there.